Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From high atop Boston, it's Celtics Express, where we bring you the latest in the quest for Banner 18. It's the Prince of the Parquet, the Captain of Causeway, the Governor of Green. Oh, wait, really? He quit? Okay, then. Here's your host, Jay Corwin. Welcome into Celtics Express. I am your host, of course, as always, Jay Corwin. As we break down a big home win for the Celtics and major news out of the Big Easy Monday involving Anthony Davis. We're joined today by Celtics studio host for 98.5 The Sports Hub in Boston, Sean Silver, recapping a big win and handicapping AD's future. We'll also hear from Jake Madison of the world-famous Locked on Pelicans podcast to give us a feel from the franchise. As always, find us wherever fine podcasts are consumed. iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, at Celtics Express on Twitter. And, of course, the destination for daily NBA content. That is offtheglass.com. First thing is first, six players in double figures as the Celtics top the Nets 112-104 at TD Garden to stop the injury-riddled Nets' six-game winning streak. Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown with 21 points each. I'm trying to be aggressive. Second unit has more opportunities. No Kyrie Irving in this one. He was sidelined with a sore left hip. Head coach Brad Stevens on details in the timetable. I think it's from a fall in the first half of the game against Golden State. Um, Don't think it'll be um, anything long term, but certainly will be day to day this week. Uncle Al Horford, 14 points, 10 boards, 6 blocks. Boston tying a franchise record, 16 block shots, improving to 31 and 19, five games back in the East. That block shots record dating back to January 21st, 1983 against the Bulls. We saw a lot of that zone from BK again, something that has stifled Boston in the past. The Green much more effective in this one against that net zone. Head coach Kenny Atkinson. We obviously played a ton of zone tonight to try to try to keep them at bay. I thought it was semi-effective. But, uh, you know, they find, found some solutions. Jalen Brown on getting the best of that look. Uh, try to find those empty seams. And uh, it's just that, you know, usually when teams are in the zone, it's a curveball. Aaron Baines added 16 points. Marcus Morris 15. Terry Rozier with another 14 in a very balanced attack. For the Nets, D'Angelo Russell impressive again. 25 points. Shabazz Napier added 20 points in the defeat. We welcome in 98.5, the sports hub, the flagship Celtics studio host, Sean Silver at the Silver Fox. Sean, coming off that tough loss Saturday night, a strong defensive effort against a pretty hot team Monday on Causeway Street, tying that franchise record for blocks, military night at the Garden, six guys in double figures, Kyrie out. Yeah, good performance there for our military personnel at the Garden. 
uh, against a team that we're getting very familiar with mm. in the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, I, I know that at least on the TV side, they've been doing this thing called like Brooklyn Mondays or whatever is their branding because the Celtics have played the Nets so frequently in recent weeks. And those have been up and down results. Seems like tonight, or excuse me, at least Monday night, uh, they, they'd really mastered uh, some of the things that caused them problems in previous games against Brooklyn. For instance, the zone. They did really well against the zone. Mm. In this game, without Kyrie, as you mentioned, uh, another example of you know the supporting cast as it is stepping up uh, without their their scoring leader and their nominal leader of the team out there on the floor and you know, looking really cohesive. That said, you still had a one point game in the fourth. Uh, Celtics had to really put it in in crunch time, and they dominated early in the fourth quarter to uh, push ahead and uh, ride it out for the win. Yeah, absolutely. And to that point, I think they also did a much better job stopping Brooklyn's penetration, a team that's really good at getting to the rim. And we've seen some good things from D'Angelo Russell and some of the young guys there. Some, some definitely some exciting times in the BK as they make a push towards a possible playoff berth, Sean, which would be uh, pretty exciting in New York City for sure. Okay, so the big news dropping Monday, a word from AD's agent. He officially wants out of the Big Easy, of course, for Celtics fans. A dream years in the making, but we also hear from sources, uh, Sean. Mainly we heard from Jason Haynes of Yahoo, normally pretty plugged in. Boston may not be high on AD's list. Then there's, of course, the whole Kyrie contract ordeal. That basically means, without getting too complicated, league rules stipulate the Celtics couldn't even make a move on Davis until those temperatures rise above freezing sometime this summer. Uh, so the Pelicans did release a statement, Sean, acknowledging the demand. They say they'll do what's in the best interest of their team. Hey, they say back off, no pressure. Seems like they could be talking to the Lakers. I mean, the the timing on this, Sean, seems pretty obvious uh, that, that Davis might not be interested in Boston giving that information. What do you know? Tell us everything, Sean. What's going to happen? It's only going to be speculation for me, and, and it's going to come from a fan's perspective here. I mean, uh, as a fan of basketball, these things just tend to happen. I mean, you know, the superstar player outgrows the team that drafted him. I mean, this has just happened throughout recorded history. There was a little bit of a lull there, I think, between Kevin Love leaving Minnesota and then the recent flurry where you've seen Paul George, Jimmy Butler, mm. and uh, DeMarcus Cousins, you know, all get uprooted within the last couple of years. Uh, you look at those trades, and at least at the time that they were made, um, the returns weren't great. Now, obviously, for Indiana, uh, Oladipo, who's now hurt, and Sabonis uh, worked out really well in the, in the George trade, but it wasn't really thought of as a win for the Pacers at the time. New Orleans as well, you know, if you look at Dell Demps and historically how they've handled trades, I mean, how many trades have they actually won? I guess at the time that they got Cousins, everyone was like, Buddy Heald is the feature piece? Well, now Buddy Heald is, is leading a Sacramento team or, you know, one of the young leaders mm. of uh, what is looking to be a shaping up to be a decent Sacramento team. So if the one trade that Dell Demps has won in eight or nine years as a GM is trading with Vladi Divac, uh, that doesn't exactly inspire confidence for New Orleans doing what's best for their franchise. And I do expect Matt Johnson you know, or LeBron or whomever to be at the table there and in the years of New Orleans. And all of this puts the brakes on what is shaping up to be that dream scenario. I mean, for uh, for the few years after the, the most recent big three of Garnett, Pierce, and Allen walked out the door, there was so much talk of, well, who's going to be the marquee guy? And it seems like they got one in Kyrie Irving, and now it seems like there's an opportunity for Anthony Davis, thanks to Danny Ainge's shrewdness over the last half decade or so. But you got to pump the brakes, and you also got to consider, does Davis want it? Uh, does Kyrie Irving 
want to stick around here. I know we've been talking about that here on and off, despite the fact that everything he said seems to indicate that he's coming back. There are some decisions to make for the Celtics, the least of which is who would they trade to New Orleans in exchange for a predominant player like Anthony Davis. Yeah, absolutely. A ton of variables. Of course, we have the Kyrie promise mixed in there with some contract stuff coming up. Terry Rozier, other guys. We have all the trade pieces. And of course, where does AD want to go? Would he agree to a long-term contract before being traded? Another variable there. Sean, is so much to look at in an ever-evolving, ever-exciting NBA landscape. Uh, we appreciate your time. Sean Silver, 98.5 The Sports Hub. Stay warm out there, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. You as well. And things are definitely heating up with trade season, so I'm looking forward to seeing what goes down here. Okay, we talk more Brow. The trade deadline coming up February 7th. Boots on the ground. It's Jake Madison from the Locked on Pelicans podcast. A must listen for NBA fans. Find it on Twitter at Locked on Pels. Who better than this man to give us the temperature in New Orleans on the breaking news? Jake, welcome in. Does it feel like despair or more like inevitability today for the Benson family and around the club? Yeah, you know, I think it's more of an inevitability than despair, if anything. You know, we can kind of see in the tea leaves that this day was coming. You know, Anthony Davis has been speaking a lot recently about legacy over money, wanting to win, and this team is six games under five hundred. And in seven years here now, he'll have made the playoffs twice, have five total playoff wins. For a guy who's hyper-concerned about his legacy, who wants to go down as one of the best players of all time, that's just simply not going to get it done. With him signing with Rich Paul of Clutch Sports to start the year, you could kind of see the connection forming between Anthony Davis and the Lakers and eventually wanting his way out of New Orleans, and that day finally came yesterday. Yeah, yeah, a lot of that surrounding this story. So the Pelicans releasing a statement as they are, like you said, just out of the playoff run, but of course in the Western Conference, a tall order there, even if you get in at the uh, tail end. So a statement acknowledging Davis's demand, saying they're going to take their time, do what's best for the team. It seems like they're taking it seriously. They really want to get a massive return on Davis. So all indications would, would point to a quick Lakers deal, giving the timing. But that statement sure makes things interesting. What do you see as a possible time? Timetable. Yeah, you know, certainly the the timing of this announcement from his agent, Rich Paul, is designed to give the Lakers as much leverage as possible. He hasn't publicly come out and said he wants to play for the Lakers. He hasn't given the Pelicans an official list of teams he wants to be traded for, but he absolutely wants to play in L.A. with LeBron on the Los Angeles Lakers. So this, this timing is designed to give him the most leverage because the Boston Celtics cannot trade for Anthony Davis right now with, uh, with Kyrie Irving under that Rose Rule contract. So I think the Pelicans put out that statement to let people know they're not going to be pressured, they're not going to be rushed, and they're going to do what's in the best interest of their franchise, not necessarily the best interest of what Anthony Davis and what he wants. And I think with the collusion things that have come out, tampering, what have you, they wanted to kind of send a clear message. I don't think any of it's that. I think this was just to say, hey, he's likely not being dealt before February 7th. So the Lakers really uh, seem like they would be the only destination at this point if that were to happen in the next week. Otherwise, it could be this summer. And for the Celtics, uh, we will see what they have to do. A ton of roster moves to be made there. Have you heard anything uh, surrounding the Celtics with this story? Is it basically all about the Lakers at this point? but you certainly can't rule the Celtics out and there's enough assets that they have that maybe they take a chance on renting Anthony Davis for a year with no assurances that he'd resign with the team. So I think this is the reason why the Pelicans are saying, hey, we're not going to rush into anything right now because they know the Celtics can make the best offer most likely and they have enough assets to do it to at least maybe drive the Lakers deal up a little bit if the Lakers try and 
slow play that sort of low ball the Pelicans. So certainly the Celtics have been hot on Anthony Davis. I can tell you they've been calling over the past couple of years now, <laughs> trying to see if there's a way for them to trade for him. Um, and the Pelicans have said no, but now the talks are certainly going to get restarted. And you'll ha- you have to figure that on, what is it, July 1st, it's going to be one of the first calls that uh, both teams make. Yeah, a lot of moving parts to this for sure. Okay, Jake Madison from the fantastic Locked on Pelicans podcast. Find it at Locked on Pels. Follow Jake at Nola Jake, N-O-L-A Jake. Jake, thanks for your time. We surely appreciate the insight. Of course, thanks for having me on today. So with that, the Anthony Davis sweepstakes are officially on for the Celtics. Up next, they will host the Hornets on Friday night at TD Garden. That wraps another episode of your favorite podcast. Remember to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, OTG Basketball, and at Celtics Express on Twitter. We thank our producer, Teddy Tuhat, the man behind the glass, our guest, Sean Silver from 98.5 The Sports Hub, and Jake Madison from the Locked on Pels podcast, our legions of fans, and of course, Dr. James Naismith. As the polar vortex swoops in over the next couple of days, just be happy if you don't live in the Midwest. Until next time, I'm your host, Jay Corwin. See you at the Garden. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15000 178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.